Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Seven Spiritual Laws of Release, the Law of Silence, and was recorded on Sunday, November 13th, 2022. So we know from the scriptures that really the whole point of the Bible is to put God first. (laughs) That's the whole point of the Hebrew Bible. And the New Testament says, seek ye first the kingdom and all these things will be added. So what I've noticed is sometimes in our world today, we've made that about being able to manifest things. And I love to manifest things. I love to talk about prosperity. But what the kingdom really is, is peace. The kingdom really is love. It is kindness. It is gentleness. It is wholeness, it's goodness of all kinds, it's it's wisdom. So the idea when we're silent is that we're silent so we can hear the voice of God speaking. Now, you all know me, I love to laugh and have a good time. I love to listen to music. I love to listen to music really loud, sometimes louder than my 15-year-old, right? So we have to work that out. So I, I love having a great time. I love to talk. You know that. You know that. But it's from silence that I get all of my peace. It's from silence. So if you don't yet have a daily practice, I'm going to encourage you to get one. You know, maybe start with a minute or two minutes or five minutes. It makes a huge difference. And sometimes you have to get up a little early. To make that happen. Some of you may stay up late. I had I had a good friend who said, you know, you always talk about getting up in the morning. What if you're a night owl? I said, get up in the morning. <laughs> and I said, just earlier than normal. But yes, you can do your meditation work at night too. But there's a little bit of an energy of the morning. What happens in the morning to the sun? Yeah, it appears to rise, doesn't it? Yeah, sun rises, right? And what is that for us? That's enlightenment, illumination. So the reason I do it in the morning, I I do that work, that silent work in the morning is it kind of goes with the energy of what the earth is doing. Yeah, so this morning I was out and I took my dog for our 
morning walk. I was so proud that I got up early enough to do it even on a Sunday. And man, the sunrise was just spectacular. Just spectacular. I mean, it was wow. And I thought, you know, if I wouldn't have gotten up and had this time of quiet, because in the dark, I, I was doing my little journaling where I was asking, Spirit, what is mine to do today? What is my work to be? Who am I to, what am I to embody for this community today? That was done in darkness. And then as I got to walk, I just felt, oh, the blessing of that. And even though I was, you know, out with my dog, there's something about the early morning silence and that sunrise is just special. For me, that was a God experience right there. I didn't even have to come to church. I had it already. Right? It was. And the reason we come to church is what? To, to be in a, in community, a fellowship, a fellowship to go, oh yeah, there's other people that think like this. Oh right, that's right. God is here within me. I don't have to go walk around and be mad all the time. God is here now. That's why we come to church as that reminder and to be in this community of people that believe as we believe. That we have the power to change our lives for the better as we tap into spiritual ideas. We said the very first week of this series, I'm a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. Say that with me. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. Yeah, I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. This means that I am intimately connected with everything that happens in my life and in the world. It can really feel like we're powerless. It can really feel like we're separate. So I hope when you come to church, you're hearing, you're, you're getting your power back. And any church that does anything that but empower you, in my view, is not church. We want to give you your power, not take it. Right? That God is wherever you are. Wherever you are, God is. You, you can never be outside of God, ever. Wherever you are, God is. And it is in the silence where we meet God. It is in this silent state of awareness. And what I've learned is one of the best ways to, to connect in the silence is simply to take a deep breath. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed? I just had a friend that went to the doctor and he told me the doctor told him to begin breathing and journaling and meditating. I said, imagine. What a great idea. That's what I say on nearly every day of the week, right? Nearly every day. So what is the law of silence? The law of silence is about, in, in the scriptures, it's called waiting on the Lord. The scriptures say, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. It doesn't mean we're waiting on Jesus to fly in on a cloud. It means we, we wait in silence until God can appear to us can begin speaking to us. So I don't believe God just speaks to ministers and priests or rabbis. See, during Jesus' time, that's what they thought. They thought, well, God only talks to the people in the temple, and you've got to go talk to them to get God, see. And Jesus came along and said, and called God Abba, which means what? Father or Daddy is really what it means, right? It's like, well, that's personal all of a sudden. And you know what? He didn't have to go into the temple at all. He says, it's the Father within me that does the work. 
In other words, Jesus said, wherever I am, God is. And then he said, you are in me as I am in the Father. In other words, there is no separation. God is here. But friends, our work is to get quiet. Is to get quiet. And I don't know about you, but the other day I noticed I was actually walking around the house with my phone in my hand. Wow. I said, okay, this is a new level of addiction. I've got to put it down. I started a new video game. So, you know, I'm really into this game right now. What? Ministers can like video games. Come on. No, no, way different. No, way different. No, this is like, I'll tell you about it later. Anybody that wants to know. Always love video games. It's a great release. Great, great fun stuff for me. So the law of silence, we're quiet. Why? So that we can connect with spirit. So I have a great verse from the Bible. It's it's from the Hebrew Bible, which is what we love to call the Old Testament because that's the proper name for it, is the Hebrew Bible. And uh, Rory, will you put that up for me, please? It's from 1 Kings. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after a fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle, went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou there, thou here, Elijah? So the scripture goes on, goes on. But the idea is that it's not in all the stuff. It's in the still small voice. It's in the quiet. So in my work with individuals, you know, my coaching, my spiritual counseling, the number one question I get is, how do I know I'm hearing the voice of God? Has anybody wondered that? How do I know I'm living from soul and not ego? Well, because that, that, that internal idea, that internal guidance, that internal knowing often comes as a still small voice. If something's trying to convince you of something, that's not the soul. That's the ego. The ego is always arguing with you. Say to the person next to you, ego always argues. Now, I want you to turn the other way, say, but it's always wrong. Right? Okay. And now say this with me, but only a hundred percent of the time, but only a hundred percent of the time. It's so funny that we think it might be right almost every day. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Anytime we're trying to be right and be in power over another, we're in the ego. And anytime we're trying to make people wrong and be right, we're in the ego. And how you get out of that ego is the silence, is breathing. Sometimes I use this affirmation. This is, um, this was supposed to be in number four, but as you know, I've gone free range on this talk. Okay. So the affirmation is, I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. We say that with me. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. I am loved. It's supposed to be the D there. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. So that for me 
helps bring me back to center and then I can drop into silence easier. It's like I feel like it takes care of everything around me, all the worries. No, I'm guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. When I've been in some of my toughest moments in life, that one affirmation has gotten me through because then I can drop into this place of knowing. But for me, sometimes I need the affirmation to get me there. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. Say that with me one more time. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. And then we breathe. Nice deep breath. I used this affirmation when I was dealing with a medical issue that was potentially catastrophic. And I was really in the ego and in my fear. And that statement, when I could say that, then I could breathe and go inward into the silence. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. There's an author... um, She's written several books. Her name's Cheryl Strayed. Are any of you familiar with her? She wrote the book called Wild. Yeah, they made it into a movie. Anyway, she she had this to say. I've read uh, at least one of her books. Anyway, she had this to say. Alone had always felt like an actual place to me as if it weren't a state of being, but rather a room where I could retreat to, to be who I really was. Isn't that beautiful? That's the idea she had about the silence. And she had a lot of the silence because she did all this climbing in the snowy mountains all on her own. It was a extreme story, but this is where she got to in her consciousness. Changed her forever. A room where I could retreat to to be who I really was. Yeah, that's what we want to do in the silence. So if you haven't in a while... Take a moment later today. Turn everything off. Turn off the TV. uh, Turn off the phone. Just sit for a little bit. Go outside. Sit under a tree. That's the other one I do. Just sit under a tree. Just be there. Go to the beach. Be there. Be present to what it is. You don't always have to be reading or on your phone, everything you're doing. Yeah, that's really changed in the last couple of years. Remember how we used to just talk to people without also going like this every few minutes? You remember that? Anybody remember that? An entirely present conversation where there wasn't something deep. Oh, I got to check this. I'm saying unplug. Say with me, unplug. 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 So my practice of silence has varied over the years and it's been real interesting. I've been in prayer about what I'm supposed to do right now. So for several years, every Friday from 8 to noon, I did silence. Every Friday from 8 to noon, I was in total silence. People say, well, how did you do that? I scheduled it. I've discovered whatever you put your mind to, you can do. But you have to schedule schedule it. You have to have intention around it. You have to mean it. Right? So if for you, five minutes is major, start there. 
start there. Put on a little timer so you don't lose track of time if that's your worry. And if you have plenty of time, set the timer for 10 or 15. Just see if you can allow yourself to be in that space without having to do something or accomplish something. And I don't mean being a couch potato, you know. I don't mean grabbing things to do to fill the time. I mean do nothing. And you say, well, do nothing? Yes, nothing. Nothing. The doing nothing makes space for something new to come forward. Something you've never even thought about. Something beyond your little mind. Because spirit and your soul is connected to eternity. So as you make space, you make space to listen to the voice of God. And this is what we all want. It's what we all need. Life gets a lot easier when we start listening to the voice of God. You can do it, whatever it is you're needing to accomplish, start with silence. And it's the weirdest thing because before I was meditating, people would say, well, you know, how long are you meditating? I was like, well, I feel like I only have five minutes to meditate a day. And my friend said, well, you know, my, I've discovered as if I give myself 30 minutes a day to meditate, what happens is everything I needed to get done, I got done quicker. And I go, well, I'm willing to try that. So I started meditating not only a half hour in the morning, but a half hour in the morning and a half hour at night. And that sounds like a lot, doesn't it? But the things that I thought that were important suddenly were not important anymore. So the things that needed to get done got done with no problem, ease and grace, all as well. Right? So sometimes I'm trying to control things with the mind and there's some other energy that's wanting to come in and inform my behaviors. Unless I get quiet, I don't know what that is. Right? So my practice as a minister is, you know, I want to have the least amount of ego informing my decisions. And anybody that knows me knows I have a strong energy. Can I have an amen? Amen. And that's, I, I'm thrilled for it. It's how I've been able to accomplish a lot of my life. But if that energy is not informed with spirit, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. It's like, you remember that commercial, this is your brain on drugs and they'd fry an egg? <laughs> this is your brain not meditating. Yeah, yeah. When I'm not meditating or not spending time in silence, things bother me that don't normally bother me. I have a short fuse, right? But when I'm meditating, I'm spending time in the silence. I'm like, just cool, cool, good to go. Oh, yeah, well, that was weird, you know, all good. But if I'm not meditating, watch out. Not you watch out, me watch out. So think about that. Think about that. How can you work some silence in and try it out? You always say, don't believe what I say. Try it for yourself. A lot of times we are good at praying and asking God for things, but sometimes we forget to wait in the silence. The scriptures say, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, right? They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So friends, a lot of energy, a lot of power, a lot of knowing is available for you in the silence. So this is our seventh week, you know, in the series. And we've talked about a lot of different things. And so it would be logical to say, okay, what's next after the seven weeks? What's next? Well, you get to practice it over and over and over again.
These seven principles are the are principles for life, for living a spiritual life. And what I've learned and what I've experienced is the more I practice these principles, the more goodness, the more peace, the more abundance, the more freedom at the level of the soul that I experience. A more abundance in every way. I have more in my life at this moment than I've ever had, ever. A great kid, a beautiful home, wonderful friends, great relationship. All is well, friends. All is well. This is what we all want. This is what we all want. So this is what you can expect as you begin to practice these principles on a regular basis. A life that works for you all the time. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? Our affirmation, let's say it again together. If you'll put it on the screen, please. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I Hold on, hold on. I love you for that. Just give me one second. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. Let's say it one more time together. I am guided and guarded by the Holy Spirit. I am loved. I am safe. I am blessed. And let's rest just for a moment in the silence now. So for this time of silence and remembering the truth, the truth that sets us free, we are grateful. We are blessed. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.